Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Today, my mum, Milo and Kelly went out and got a Christmas tree because it is Christmas! Yay! And we've got Angela Hartner coming around. Angela, who is one of my favourite people on the planet. She's one of my favourite chefs. She's a woman of great note. She's got this easy artistry about her, the way she goes about her food, the way she talks about her food, the way she connects it to her life and her heritage is something I really respond to. She just loves to make people feel good. She's one of the people that I work with a lot who genuinely, really true, true say, she only cares about her food, her husband and her dog. And she likes people, and she likes to make them feel happy. And she likes to make people feel happy with a thing. She does love a drink, and she loves to laugh. So all of those things, that's like, that's a recipe for a fantastic human being. The person you'd want most to come around for Christmas lunch. I mean, absolutely. Do you reckon that there's a little bit of, um... Not showing off involved, but like, it's got oh, to be, no, it's got to be right. Oh, it's got to be good. We've got Angela today, so yeah. is there a little bit of that? What do you reckon? It's got to be good. I was actually going to ask one, do you get... Well, I know that you don't get like nervous, nervous cooking for chefs, but what about when it's someone that you know and love? I just want it to be good. I want it to be right. I want the little love in the tummy. I want her to feel good. Imagine if Angela was like, <laughs> what is this? She would never do that. She would lie. Yeah. <laughs> and then go, shit, I went round Andy's, man. Yeah, I've never cooked for Angela before, so it's nice. Yeah, I, I, you know, if I love somebody, I want to feed them. I haven't had dinner in a while from you. What are you talking about? It's been a while. Bullshit. When I said I cooked your trout yesterday. You, you rejected me off. Ah, uh, yes, the full moon mind. <laughs> so what do we know about our guests today? I or... know that Lee is really lovely, and so is his wife, Kate. They have a beautiful restaurant called formerly known as Black Axe Mangal. FKA Black Axe Mangal. It's up in Islington. It's sort of like an old... L.A. dive bar. It's a kind of crazy little dark restaurant. Yeah, but then the the food is so good. I actually oh. would like to go back because we went with Angela and Grimmy and Grimmy's boyfriend, and Garfield, Meech, obviously, formerly of Starring Up and Garfield. <laughs> actually, I've got film of Angela dancing that you night what? somewhere. We do. There's a really, really fun. I've got to try and find that. Yeah, she's yeah. in. She's in the vibe. Yeah, she was dancing to disco. It was quite the Tuesday evening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how they get on after the mulled wine today, exactly. right? I mean, you know, they're quite thirsty people. Wasn't it? Take the filthy apron. It's not filthy. It's not a filthy apron. They're chefs. 
They're not going to care if I'm, you're not going to care that I've got an apron on, are you? They're like, take your apron off, take your apron off. We get it. Merry Christmas and welcome to our table. Thank you for having us. Peter loves an official for anything. She's always like, um, I'd like to say a few words. She's very, she's very, she's very I'd like to say Rituals, yeah. yeah. So um, I've made you this beautiful mulled wine. We also have champagne. We also have red wine. We bought three, well, two I chefs. bought frozen cocktails as well. Oh, right. <laughs> so cool. Could turn into a pie. A nice was, even number. We knew yeah. who was coming. There is a spare bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've also made, got some pillows and duvets yeah. for our. We decided to just live here, that's fine. Right, so we have made all sorts of very antique and old school food. Oh, I was right. like, what well, am I going to cook these bloody people? So we went, wow. we're like, proper. So this is stew peas, a uh, black bean stew peas. Oh. So it's you put in, and this is vinidalush. Which is slow cooked pork and you marinate it in vinegar and oh all sorts God, of delicious things. Really, really, really. And that's just a nice Whoa, little zesty um, salad. Yeah, he made this with salted and is it salted and other cucumbers or just salted no, cucumbers? Just salted salted cucumbers, cucumbers, pickled shallots, baby gem, and that's a little chive oil going on the yeah. top. Oh, and then so. finally, mum, the fungi. And then this is fungi, which is what, what is we do with polenta. Oh, oh I've never had so that. this is Antiguan polenta. So it's like a cake almost. No, it's savory, so, so we obviously. make a very stiff porridge. Yeah. And then you put a little knob of butter in a bowl and then you turn it, like you flip it and then you get oh, a little wow. ball like that, wow. which I tried to do on Saturday kitchen the other day and I couldn't get it to turn <laughs> I was like every time I turn fungi that happens a live telly yeah. it just wouldn't turn oh, no. but it's a whole oh. skill isn't it the turning of the fungi it's a flick of the wrist right, you know like that yeah. kind of stuff you just have to and, and something you need to be doing all the all time all the time and, yeah. and when you stir the fungi you've got you act, yeah. it's actually it's, you have to be quite strong yeah. it's like when you make fungi so make yeah, sure yeah. you don't get any lumps yeah. in it and stuff please help yourselves oh let's God. go let yeah. me tell you about this last so, one yeah, this, what's that one this is like a farofa, you know, like you get in Brazil. It's like toasted cassava. Oh, And right. uh, we've made it with crispy ham, those bags of crispy onions, which I'm obsessed oh, with. Yeah. Yeah. And then soft sautéed onions and chives and parsley and toasted cassava. Oh, so amazing. that to go on top, a bit like you would with a feijoada, yeah, like the yeah. Brazilian black bean thing, to go on top of the thing. So that go goes on top of the beans. It goes on top yeah. of the beans, it goes where you want it. What a feast. I love those things. Kate, um, you, you work with Lee and you run, obviously, your beautiful restaurant together, but you're not a chef, are you? No, no, I'm not a chef. I Great, a sensible person. I've cooked a service. I don't think I'd ever want to cook a service. Um, but I worked in restaurants since I was 15. Right, oh. like... So we met working together. So I do the other bit. You and Lee met years ago? You're like old well, school probably friends. all three, actually. Or all three at the same time. Yeah. Because I live around the corner from St John Bread and Wine, where Lee started working oh, for Fergus. Yes. Henderson and Trevor. And Kate worked there as well, because that's where you met, no? It is where oh, we did met. you work there too, Kate? Yeah, right. for, um, Fergus and Trevor for nearly 10 years. Oh, goodness. That's a nice place to spend 10 years in. It really was. It's hard to leave. But when you spend a decade of your life somewhere, you kind of know when you're ready to leave and you just have to make that change. Yeah. So, Andrew, what were the first restaurants you were working in? Because I never knew, I don't know much about, like, 
Your God early, in London, my first one was Gordon the Aubergine. So that's why I first in London. And Gordon I, Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay. And then before that, I worked in Cambridge at Midsummer House. Before it was Daniel Clifford. But do you, oh. I mean, Andy will remember, but I don't know whether you young little kids will. Do you remember the Good Food Show with Julie oh Gordon? My, yeah. God, yeah. And Chris Kelly. So Chris Kelly owned Midsummer House with three mm. other partners and I worked there. And then worked in pubs and brasseries around sort of Cambridge and then moved up to London. How old were you when you... I, I don't know. I you know about when I was 22, 23, cooking. 22, 23. I mm. realised before you were coming, I was thinking, me and Angela, we've known each other quite a long time now, we yeah. never talk about this stuff. Yeah. Mm. We literally just talk shit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, we do. We just make each other laugh. We just yeah, like, exactly. Uh, yeah, we that menu. That's kind <laughs> yeah. of what we do in the makeup room. <laughs> our, mostly our conversations consist of kind of nonsense chat, which mm. I love. Mm. But we yeah. have no... I just thought, I don't know anything... That's about... quite refreshing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you came on the scene, I was like, where's this woman? <laughs> Who she knows about food. <laughs> 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 what is all this it? about? Well, and what was it like? Like, you know, we have had conversations yeah, about sure. the way our so industry good. is yeah. and wanting to change things, you know, yeah. move things forward, like really feeling urgent about mm. the need to move mm. our industry forward and open yeah. it up for all sorts of people. When you, because yeah. you have that, Coming through restaurants background, what was it like at the beginning when you were like 22, 23? Um, yeah, it was sort of nuts because we were working stupid hours all the time and yep. it was loads of blokes all the time. You know, you didn't really ever make any sort of girlfriends in restaurants because there were no other people working in the kitchens. Really? Right. But, you know, I'll, I'll never regret doing it. I look back now at great fondness. At the time, I mean, I remember festing up to Gordon recently that I used to cycle to work because it was like six days away and hope on a Monday morning I'd come around and, like, see a fire engine. To think, you know, <laughs> and hope, like, the restaurant had burned down or something, you know. And he said to me, he looked at me, he goes, what's the matter? I said, Gordon, it was really hard. Yeah. You know, I would have loved a few weeks off where it had to be rebuilt, you know. <laughs> A flood, yeah, a flood, like, you know. I didn't want death. I just wanted something happening to the <laughs> Some sort of disaster. So you could get some sleep. Yeah. But then you sort of, and then, you know, as, you know, what am I, 55, 54, 55 now? You know, you realise the industry has changed, you know, yeah. and actually where these guys started, St John was one of the first that always did, what was it, a five straight shift rotor. I mean, I don't remember yeah, like, you. Yeah, hours a week. Yeah, you know, and they everyone's moved forward. Too much. Yeah. So and before it? that, people were used to working insane amounts of yeah. But what does that mean? What do you mean by that? Like, it was just like, you just, you just weren't tips. told to ever go home. So you're just there working till 2, 3, No, you'd leave for a couple of hours and there was yeah. a choice whether you went to the pub. Yeah. Or you didn't. Right. And that was based, you know, a couple of hours between split shifts. And that would be a normal thing, particularly chefs. Mm. More so than front house. Yeah. Back to backs mm. ones like that. Most chefs would say go to the pub. I'm not yeah. being funny. That's why <laughs> you're all mental. Because that is such an insane way to live. Like two hours in the pub and Just then back to but service. I think it, it appeals to people who want to work in a high octane way. They're like, yes. they're just into it. They just want it more and more. This is where I also need to step in. Do all chefs think they're rock stars? <laughs> I think there's a lot around there. But then I'm then I naming no names. Are you looking at me in them? <laughs> you are a rock star. I didn't say you were. Oh, no, you're like stroking the, uh, the I, I well. know. But actually, your restaurant does feel like going to a really good gig. Yeah, it's oh, like a party every night. Yeah, not every Sometimes night. Sometimes you get a few gate crashes you don't really want in there. Mm. But, uh, That's when the music goes up, no? Yeah. 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 Most of the time. <laughs> Who's picking those playlists? They're kind of crazy. It's like That's kind him. of hardcore Sometimes rock. I just put, if, it, if we're really busy, I just put something radio on. Yeah, like the other we'll night, be I put Def Leppard radio on and just left it on the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just really choked on my... So I'll be the first to 
Chuck Johnson the Def Leppard and we bought On secret in, in joke with the Def Leppard. We uh, would uh, literally just, have such a fight. I'd be like, Lee, take that shit I'm off. I'm reading the crowd. You weren't in. The night you came in, yeah. you could hardly hear the music because there's so much shrill laughter. There's like, a lot of that. Right. Sound like an overactive machine. Are you talking about when Mum and Angela meet Grimmy? Yeah, we have video of that. Video. We remember today we've got video of you very perky. We're going to find it. But the music was great. And can I just say, I don't think enough restaurants think about music. There's so many restaurants that just play that kind of background house music. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hate that. music. Exactly. It's like, think about all senses being heightened. Mm. And actually, when mum's done her pop-ups, we've really played some tunes. And people always go, it's nice to hear some tunes. Yeah. Why would you not play excellent music? (laughs) Then we were to John. There's no music. There's no music. Yes. Mm. 10 years. No music. And it's. It would have felt really strange to sure. put music on. No, that's yeah. a good St. John choice, so, isn't it? Whereas we went into music. ours oh, sorry, and it was just, we have to have that. And if the music goes off, I don't it's know what strange. to do. Yeah. So Originally, weird. the music, the, the volume of the music was to put up a shield between right. me and the customers when we started off in Copenhagen. <laughs> Is that where you started? Yeah, it was, a, it was a joke. It was supposed to be a joke. We just, a little uh, <laughs> seven-week pop-up. <laughs> in Copenhagen? Some, yeah, in my mate's nightclub. The back, he had this backyard oh. in this nightclub called Backen. I made a proposal <laughs> to them, like, do you want to just do some food? And they were like, yeah, well, let's try it out and stuff. And didn't think we'd sell anything. And then it was a m- massive queue and I just had to put something on to keep me right, sane. Right, to cope, so, yeah. Super loud, Sepultura or Metallica. Oh, or yes, and yes, then, go on. And then just went for it, ignored everybody. <laughs> it was a complete... Sepultura, like, go on. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you say a band name, my heart... <laughs> <laughs> We're getting closer to my area now. It's Pearl Jam. Yeah, Yeah, it's Pearl Jam. Action Bronson. Oh, yeah. But then people were like moshing, waiting for their food, and it kind of became a thing, (laughs) and it was... It became part of our identity, and now yeah. it's synonymous with it. And if we do something somewhere else, we got to have music. Yeah. Can't yeah. just have like not. I, have I it. mean, I get that Saint John have no music, but I find I need the music. Mur- I need yeah. music when oh, I you cook. like music. Mm. I need music when I yeah. Yeah, it's not that I don't like music. I'm just oh, not playing. Just just like your music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can control the playlist whenever you come. It's not yeah. a problem. Yeah. I feel like come. Lee put on some pretty banging disco for us. He did. He did. He did. He must have sent something in the force. Well, Andrew. If I remember, like, she'll comment, and it's she's taken the, the post really seriously. It's like, play more Aretha Franklin, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, like, okay, Anne. Yes, yes, Anne. Yes, Anne. <laughs> We've got a deal because I go when you start playing that music that I hate, Lee. It's all right. You have your music, but it's got to be loud. So I can take the loud. Get loud is fine. Take the loud, but I want it to be what I want to hear. I played Burt Bacharach. You did. You played oh. Burt Bacharach. Now you're talking. When, uh, it's not many restaurants does. you get the older yeah. choice. No, that's a but, brilliant. Yeah. I love the fact true. when you like you say that shield, that you yeah. just turn it up. And I get it because it's so intimate, isn't it, Black Axe Mangal? So you two work together and have since you've been together, Kate yeah. and Lee. Uh, Angela, Neil, your beautiful boyfriend, who was meant to be here. Husband. 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 Yeah. Oh, Mary. Here we are, yeah. Very sorely missed today. Yes, I know. It's um, working. But would you ever work with it? Because obviously you have different restaurants. We did work together for a while when he first came back from France. And then we opened a restaurant together, Merchant's Tavern, with two other partners. It was an unfortunate place to 
open. But in hindsight, we shouldn't have because he'd come out of, I think, you know, he had that mad car uh, cycling accident mm-hmm. and he sort of was in recovery for a year and then we opened a restaurant. And as we all God. know, it's the most stressful thing oh you God. can open. Yeah. And in hindsight, my mum loves telling me this, Andrew, that was really a bad mistake. She never <laughs> done that. Right. Bloody but terrible. actually she was right. You know, yeah. we should have just let him. And so, it, you know, he worked there for five years and we worked together and it wasn't the best time, I'd be honest. In your Partly, relationship. Yeah, and I think also because of... Um, you know, the accident and then you're working with other partners, so yeah. you're not quite... I think we all like to be in control mm-hmm. and suddenly... I mean, you know, I'm, pretty, yeah, okay. I'm pretty easy breezy. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> so, you know. so do you own all your restaurants now? Like I own all my restaurants now. And then the French house is perfect for Neil. So that's where he works in Soho and yep. he's the head chef there. And it's perfect for Neil. It's a brilliant restaurant. He has, yep. he has the responsibility of running a great dining room, which we all yep. love, but he doesn't need to deal with all the rest of being an owner yes and that is i sometimes look at you and i think that's where lee you know not having to deal with all the other stuff that we all have to do people underestimate the other stuff yeah don't they because it just looks like so much fun having a restaurant yeah i'll do that and it's like the depths of it the exhaustion of it the the, Mm. how it affects you Mm. do you do things do you put things in place i mean i don't think you do actually Andrew. i'm looking at you as i say this and i think no because sometimes i see you and you're so stressed because you've got 14 things i do know where i am good is i can switch off i can switch off from work because i do know it is work i love it and it's mine and all the rest of it but i can go home and once i'm home that's it and i can be on holiday and I say to my, like some of my managers who was texting, I said, you're on holiday. And I yeah. said, honestly, guys, if I'm somewhere else, unless the place is burnt Don't down, deal with it. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So now, Chris, it's Christmas. And I was like, I want to talk to chefs at Christmas because it's like... 
I just think I, I go so all in. I fucking love it. Right? Yeah. I'm really into it. <laughs> Somebody came here and said, when I'm a Grinch, I went, I'll shut up. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's happening. It's on. Get in the vibe or come out the yard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Are you into it? I am into it. I'm into it for the one day. Right. That's oh. the... Well... No, no, no. Listen to me. I'm into it for about 35 people on the one day, uh, but I right. do it really well. One day is brilliant and full on, and then the rest is just holiday and relax. You what know? do you make? Uh, we do tradition with a bit of Italian thrown in. So Italian oh. tradition as well. What is that? So this we do this annolini in brodo. Excuse me, which is basically a lovely filled pasta with braised veal oh. and beef and breadcrumbs and parmesan, and we serve it in this beautiful meat broth, broth oh. for Christmas. That's God, the love starter. That. Please tell me you roast some spuds on Christmas. Day. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, and we do the whole <laughs> thing, <laughs> everything else. Great. And then we do a spinach stuffing, which is basically spinach, ricotta, parmesan. So there's a, and then my aunt will make zambaglioni, so, and then we'll have mm. zambaglioni Christmas pudding, and oh, you know, so it's gone. a bit of all. Mixed. Do you make it yourself to get the people at work to? To be uh, fair, no, I do. I do. No, no, no. I'm pretty good. I like Christmas Day for that because I have my best mate Adam who always comes oh. and we go in the kitchen because I think everyone around here knows I can sort of put that barrier up late, oh, yeah. put yeah, the, the music on. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Adam put the music on, open a bottle of bubbles and we sit and do the prep and it's lovely. Nice. I love a little Great moments time. like that. I can't do it in Neil because Neil just makes mess. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. I love Neil. I can't clean down his station, Neil. Exactly. Yeah. One year I was cleaning down his station, my brothers and my brother-in-law. I was like, are no, you no. kidding me? This is not fun. No, clean down no, your station. So now I'm like me and Adam. So he cleans as he goes and exactly. that's it where are you because kids you've got three kids that's yeah. a big deal isn't we've it? got a big family this yeah, is the first time sides. this year first time in 16 years I haven't cooked Christmas dinner who's, who's cooking, cooking? my family will cook and they'll somehow muddle through without saying things like Lee how would you chop the carrots <laughs> oh, right. and right. then all of a sudden Lee's doing carrots and like Lee, right. Lee how would you yeah. cook the turkey and before you know it he's cooking the turkey and he's in the kitchen yeah, you're, you're like I to... just want to stick a fork in it this year yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Are you going to be uh, able to actually relinquish control then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I've been trying to do that for years. I've been absolutely trying to. Yeah. Handle I think I'm time. going to, and then I get all itchy. Uh, 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 and yes, I, yes. The test will be on Christmas Day, but like, <laughs> if you arrive sort of lateish when they have had to have done most yeah, of it, that's the plan. Then that's the, the plan. Don't arrive, arrive at eight o'clock. You can't you know. be there the night before. I was really interested in uh, the community that you grew up in in, in Wales. Well, I didn't grow up there, but where my mum was. Oh, yeah, that's where your yeah. mum was, yeah, right. Yeah. And so where were you? Where was your so young, young life? So I grew up in Kent, mm. and then we moved up to Essex, and then came up to London. But yeah, and that's how I got to know these guys, because like I said, I live around the corner from the restaurant where they worked. Mm. But I genuinely think that that restaurant epitomising more than anything what a local restaurant should be about. What is that? Well, because, one, you know all the staff and the <laughs> people who work there, and they know you. And they just don't know you. They know your extended friends and family. So even though my brother lives in New York, if he comes back, they'll know Michael's right. round or he's coming over. Yeah. It's somewhere, it sounds ridiculous, Trevor may call up afterwards and go, you taking the piss, Angela? If I'm not in, I'll get deliveries sent there. I mean, literally, you know, <laughs> Lee knows. I'll go, Lee, something, can you? And one of them, I walk around the corner and say, come on, mate, take it here. Wow. I'll leave keys there if we're out. You know, and things like when my mum was well. Tell to your taste. Tell, yeah, well, but yeah. when my mum was well, <laughs> stayed with us. They would send food round. Oh, you know, and that's like, community. You know, again. And that's that's exactly that whole sort of thing. And actually, Lee would do like if I come in, he knew I love something. He'd go, oh, Angie's in tonight. Let's make her that. Yeah, that to me is it's what a true. local restaurant. And about. what restaurants are about for yeah. people to be there for. You know, you're providing more than just yeah. a dinner. Mm. Dinner's going to happen regardless of whether your restaurant's open. Someone mm. will make yeah. some dinner will happen. Yeah. 
yeah. then you give them people an opportunity to be part of something. Yeah, of course. And I think if you're in a na- wherever it is, even my mm. friends who've got restaurants in Soho, it still yeah. becomes neighbourhoody. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have your locals who come and people who yeah. are part of it. That goes do. back to that idea of um, intention, doesn't it? It's like why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Are you doing it for the shiny bit or are you doing it for the heart of it? Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And that's what I love about loads that you do, Angela, yeah. is that you really... Your whole heart is in everything mm. you do, and that's what I loved about it when we came to we your. We're trying to be mm. an ex- yeah. like a neighbourhood restaurant. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, but you do do that. A unique restaurant mm. on a global scale yeah. as well. I don't mm. want anyone to come and say, "Oh, this is a bit like this place or a bit like that place." Yeah, and no, well, it's not like any. You know, one of the worst things someone could say if they come to our place is that, "Ah, oh, it's all right." You know. I'd rather they just fucking hate it. Yeah, it's yeah. love it. It's yeah. bullshit. That sort of Marmite effect. Possibly yeah. our Google reviews were testament yeah. to that. Five star or one star? Five star or one star? We hate you. We, we love you. you. We, we love, love you. you. We hate you. I don't know if these people think it's going to phase me or you or, or, or no, us. No, no, people do. You, do, you, do you, how do you feel about that stuff? Mm. Because, you know, Her. remember when TripAdvisor <laughs> appeared and everybody, the whole industry went, it was like suddenly, and then people got really malicious with it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yeah. their coffee was like slightly cold. And yeah. like, this oh, place got... says shit. Yeah. It's like, is that, a, what's the saying? Everyone, everyone, opinions are like ourselves. Everyone's, everyone's got one. Got one. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, That's what the tagline of TripAdvisor is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're an arsehole, type something into this box and impress them. It starts well with giving the power to the customer. Yeah. And then I think you, you, people just get power mad. Yeah. You don't, do you read them? You don't no, read them? Not at all. Kate mm. does. And, and then she tries to draw me in sometimes. And I say, I'm just not interested. I'm nah. really, mm. I can't I, I have to do lengthy engaged. replies in do my you? head oh. <laughs> that I don't send. Yeah. Right. Do you yeah. actually type it? It's just all in your Sometimes head. I might type it and then I think better of it. But I do have to respond, I think, because the difference between being someone who's cooking for people, although that your heart is in it, that's, you know, it's your idea. You cared. You wanted it. You didn't just make it off the cuff. You thought about it. You planned it. You maybe got it wrong the first time mm. before you even thought about putting it on the plate. Mm. So there's an emotion involved. But then if you're front of house, if you're the direct, then you feel this need to reply because you're part of the conversation with right. your guest. Yeah. And I suppose... And whenever a guest leaves, doesn't say anything to you and then goes, nasty, nasty, nasty. Yeah, 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 no. yeah. Where was the conversation? Yeah, yeah. I was your host. We were connecting. Mm. And not. chatting away. Mm. And then they turn around and say, actually, no, and I didn't like that wine. I didn't, all these things. And that's mm. everyone's right, but it's like a very one-sided it's conversation, yeah. which you thought you were already having. They were in your space. How <laughs> does that work in terms of things like Michelin? Angela, mm. because I mean, where I came to Murano for the first mm. time yeah. last year and it was impeccable. I mean, it yeah. was amazing. The food was beautiful. The service was lovely. We had that gorgeous little room mm. that you've got and it was yeah. just like, and I was really hungover. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my yeah, God. <laughs> and I got outside and I came to Murano and it was like, mm. I was so happy. Like, yeah. because, of, because it was all velvety and nice yeah, yeah, and kind and the food was so soothing. Mm. But yeah. keeping it at that level, mm. Mm. there's a pressure to that yeah right? of course yeah and it's and it's all about keeping a great team and making sure they're sure they're trained up and all the rest of it but listen we've had bad days without doubt we've had bad inspections uh, you know and to be fair to them they sort of i knew they'd had a really bad inspection you know because they stopped and spoke to the chef at the time it's not george right? michelin, michelin yeah oh. and then i emailed them the next day and sort of said listen can we have a chat about this you know <laughs> wait the- sorry for someone who doesn't know the michelin process how does it go you the restaurant i mean let's talk about what michelin is yeah yeah, yeah okay. so chefy <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> 
Sorry. I mean, I'm just, we all know what a Michelin star is, but yeah. I'm like, this is an opportunity. Please tell me the actual thing. So an inspector will come in. They'll never announce themselves. It's absolutely blind. You may, because I've been around the block for a while, I, I know a few of them. So right. I've met them over the years. Mm. But other than that, they're absolutely anonymous. So you wouldn't know. Um, the only reason we knew this time was because he then announced himself. And occasionally they will, occasionally they won't. And then he fed back to the chef and said this, this, this and this. So at the time, you know, he Displeased. called me up. Yeah, Oscar sort of. And I said, all right, you know, so we deal with it. And I emailed and I said, bye. And they said, and then the next time an inspector came back, by chance, I'm not there every night by any stretch of the imagination. I happened to be there and I recognised this inspector. So we sat down and we had a chat and he goes, you know, it wasn't a great day that day. He goes, but... We're human and you guys are human, you know, and I felt fair play. And he goes, we know most, of the, you know, pretty much 99% of the time you're, it's all good. But obviously it was a blip that day. So give them credit where credit's due. So there's, due. A, there's, a, there's a humanity to it. And a yeah. Because on paper it feels like this rigid, quite yeah. alarming And I think structure. it probably is to a certain degree and a lot of the time. How important is having a Michelin star today? I don't think it's relevant for being a successful restaurant, no. but I think it can be relevant for sh young cooks coming through who want to do that thing. They may then go off and do something else. Like I always remember Trevor and Fergus saying they got a star at St. John yeah, and going and they go, but we don't want to lose it. Yeah, that's like, well, that's the thing. You know, it's like once it's you've like, got it, then people become well, I terrified thought St. John was the antidote to Yeah, to I would have thought, you know. I've got no interest in it whatsoever. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to... Um, Poo -poo. Yeah. No, no, I think... Poo-poo anyone's poo -poo. ambition, no, if, they, no, no. if that's it, what, I mean, the direction just, you know, I want to go in. I've got no interest. Different markers um, help people have goals and know what they want to reach for. Well, I, I also think that's now where the beauty of London sits. When I f first started cooking, like 25 years ago, you could only go... And this is well, not that bad. You could only go to the Ivy. That was right. one of the great places in London. Or there good. were Michelin-starred restaurants. Or there was Reaver in Barnes. You know, I was working all the hours on a Sunday. Where do I go? Into the Ivy or Reaver. And now I look, and I think 25 years later, I go round the corner. I don't even have yeah. to go to the West End anymore. Yeah. You know, you always had to go to the West End to eat something. Sure. Now you've got your local Indian, your local Chinese, a local Italian. You've got everything. And that's the beauty of London. So you've got... High end, you know, three star. But you've also got the best, you know, Chinese down the road, which can, is everything a two star. In everything, everything in between, in between. Mm. and that's why London now, I think, is up there with New York, if not better at certain mm. things, mm. way better than I think as Paris because you've got all the different cuisines. Paris is like you know. one note. A lot of them. Yeah. you know, there's like yeah. vegetarian people and I go to Paris have yeah, the most awful still. time in the world. Like they just go no, no, put the chicken out. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, you, you made me to you, right? When you were you you went to France when you were vegan, what how oh. many years ago? <laughs> no, showing your tell, showing your age. No, I was I was vegan until I started at St John. Yeah, you know chance. Well, that knock it out. You went St John. You know, where they're in, like, Farmer Tom would just yeah, carry yeah, a carcass oh, of an animal on their shoulder, but I approached it from a sense of once I had learned something about connecting with food, which St. John yeah. gave me, then I felt very differently about food. That was a personal choice. Yeah, of course. Mm. But I went to Paris when I was squatting in Islington, actually, with 10 other French people. <laughs> and I was so, I told them I was a vegan and they just didn't no. comprehend at all. No. She just mm. kept saying to me, you're, oh, you're ill? <laughs> <laughs> You are you? I'm, I'm here. I don't eat milk. Are you poor? You know, are you? Are you? Are you, are you okay? She said to me, it's okay. Her mum said, it's okay. I will make something especially for you. And she boiled a chicken with vegetables. And she said, this is for you. Because you are a vegetarian. And I was like, it's 
the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and, here, and here are some peach trotters on the side. And these pieces of vegetables. That's like that movie. And she goes when she says, "Oh yeah, my big fat Greek wedding." And yeah. she goes, "It's you okay." Really don't eat no meat. <laughs> it's okay. I make love. <laughs> <laughs> There is something about mothers with I remember my oh. mum did that to my sister in law who's vegetarian and Neil's best friend. She guess she gave them a minestrone with literal big pieces of ham. Yeah, it's just soup. <laughs> if it's meat, mum. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? It's just can't get the head around it. That's, it's kind oh, of sweet it. in a So, um, wait, I didn't actually get the answer. How many restaurants do you have in London today, oh, Angela? Four. Four restaurants. Mm. What, as Angela Hartnett today, do you want to do still? What Retire. Else? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't. Are you kidding me? Of course I'd retire. You would not. With you? You would not. I would not. I, I don't want to do necessarily, I would retire from doing the day-to-day. Okay. You know. Yeah, see, qualified. There's no way. But, um, <laughs> I, you know, I still like to do stuff in the industry. But, yeah, the day-to-day, you know, we're all, you what, know. like kind of... Like, doing services, you know, like and all that business. Like ruling the Yeah, like exactly. Just power. Yeah. But that will take time, but we'll get there eventually. Yeah, yeah. COVID put a bit of a scupper in it, but, you know, all the rest it of it. It really did. I mean, I feel, I know things are still really hard for so yeah. many people, but I do feel like things are sort of on the mm, turn for yeah, the better doubt. in the industry. Do, what do yeah. you think? Yeah, I think to a degree. I think still, I think Brexit is probably the bigger deal, isn't oh, yeah. it? With, God. with staff more than COVID. Tories aren't doing anyone any favours, yeah. but let's not get into that. Yeah, exactly. That. Our industry was blindsided by COVID. Mm. You couldn't believe that you could go from... We had we had the best month we had ever had. We just released the book. I mean, I, I yeah. couldn't believe it. I was sitting there Your looking at February 2020. Hang on a second. Yeah. This year, we might make make some money. And that's just, profit. Like, properly make some money, brushing my shoulders off, like, yeah, yeah. nailed it. Um, well, we had loads of book stuff lined and, up as well. Yeah, yeah. Lee had released oh his book before, so there's all these things happening. He was supposed to go to all this stuff, as that happens to everyone, and it blindsided us completely it and cost so much so... money. But then when reopening... It's just a change, a change of who wants to work, how they want to work. Mm, yes. Our industry, rightly so, people who are working within it want to earn more money. Yeah. Good. But that's crippling if your everything else has gone up. Mm. The margin is much smaller than people realise. Yeah. yeah. But I suppose that's what people think if a restaurant is doing well, that you are, then that's it. And yeah. it's like yeah, a story I mean, that doesn't stop. It's like it's constantly we're, evolving. We're, we're doing all right. We're, we're nice and busy, mm. but the margins are tight. You know, right. a couple of bad weeks or a few things, if, if anything goes wrong, it's obviously going to have an impact. But we're, we're lucky we've got a very good mm. team, a uh, small team. Everyone's quite close. Uh, everyone gets it. Yeah. And yeah. Team is everything. In everything that you do, I think. Yes, Absolutely. I agree. I mean, you, you can't do it on your own. No, You can't course. do it on your own. And it's. I think people sometimes, in whatever industry you're talking about, actually really undervalue how important it is to treat the people you work with yeah. well. Network, yeah. So that it makes, it's, and yeah. it's not just lip service. It's like, it's mm. like a family. It has to be. exactly. It's yeah. business, but it's like a family business. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think it's very difficult when you talk about, we're here with the Christmas trees here and we're thinking about the festivities and then you think about for most people working in hospitality this is going to be some of the most grueling times yeah, of the year weeks, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and they will will have to deliver over and over mm. again for people whose expectations have risen yeah, yeah. Risen. it's an event it's a it's a thing you know i'm here it's whatever party it is or whatever occasion it is it's just the occasion mm. that i've saved up to go out for christmas and you've got to keep delivering and i think there is an exhaustion that, that can happen yeah 
And then to keep that smiley happy, like Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for yeah, for yeah. what? Three weeks of service, pretending it's Christmas every day, basically. Yeah. For some people, they are. Mm. You know, you want to go somewhere, you want to have listen yeah. to Christmas tunes. I, yeah. I worked at Hard Rock Cafe. I can tell oh you. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I used to, when I was a teenager, that was like over, the fanciest place I could imagine. And over again mm. on a loop, the same, same Christmas sort song. of two-hour yeah. yeah. loop, like being on hold forever, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's a little bit music. Hard Rock Cafe when I was a teenager was like everything I saw the three degrees in there oh wow and I was like oh my god it's the three degrees and one year me and Nana did some video I think it was for Big Audio Dynamite brilliant and we were like jumping about in a pair of batty riders whatever and uh, we got paid 50 quid each yeah and we went to the (laughs) (laughs) and I had like a burger and a cocktail and we were like yeah Yeah. we've arrived yeah yeah. How do you know? Because we just keep going and keep going and we work a lot and yep. very hard. And, that's what I mean. You guys don't ask about me. You guys work incredibly hard. But that's what yeah. just made me realise. Yeah. That's just, it's true. No matter what I do, I just would probably approach it in that way. And at the moment, it just is work. Yeah. yeah. But work fills up my soul and I love it more than anything, which I'm sure you guys feel the same. Yeah. But how do you know when you've done enough to say, I'm, I'm doing well? No, because like Anne just said she can take a break. But just to say to yourself, I'm doing well. Fuck, look what I've done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. Right. That's right. <laughs> um, this is just uh, ongoing for me. Uh, yeah. How do you know? I think when you suddenly are able to reflect back and say that thing that you're like, oh, God, I can't believe I've got to do that. Yes. And then you go, right. hang on. Ten yes. years ago, I'd be like, oh, my God, we're going to get to do that. Yes. 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 Constantly. Remembering yes. to yeah. mind yourself. I'm, and you are, this, you would have you know, you're evolving. It's a privilege to be in yeah, this It's a choice. You don't have to do any of it. It's the yeah. me and have this conversation all the time with each other, actually. Like, Mickey will be like, I'm so tired. I'm going to get up. I'm like, because you want to. You don't mm. have to do it. Yeah. I hate when you she say that. She hates it when I say <laughs> that. It really it's like, annoys well, you don't have to. It's like, well, obviously, I'm going to. But it's important because the language you use on yourself or the language you use with e- with each other you know little words make the difference it's like mm. I've got to do this this thing or I want to do this thing or I choose to do and this we're thing doing makes this. you feel different you also different have in your gut. to have a toolbox that is there that you've created that the thing that works for you to get through whatever it yeah. might be so you know we've got a peloton anyone else get a peloton <laughs> The cult yeah, of Peloton. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I've got one, Andy. Oh my God, sat there. there. Yeah. No. Can you can tell it, I don't know? It's yeah. just sat there for like since you told me to get one. Neil, Neil, look. We know. I shot the three thousand pound clothes. I did not tell you to get. Did I tell you to get one? No. Well, it's just hold stuff up. So when I went to Kate and Lee's one time for a party, I was okay. It's all very lovely and neat and tidy. Amazing with three kids. There's a there's a door literally bulging. And then they came over to ours, and we don't have a TV downstairs. And like the kids went upstairs, and obviously we're opening doors, and they came running down and said, Mum, Mum, Angela's got a room just like yours. Oh, shit. That is now the Peloton room. Crap, that's how I can it. Oh, but there's no. a Peloton in there yeah, somewhere yeah, in the back. Did yeah. I talk you into it? You were telling me you were convincing me because you can sell coals to Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go. And I hid it from Neil for about two months. <laughs> 
Because luckily Neil where? never tidies. Because you know, he's just in a room just, he never goes in. Oh, God. Because Neil okay. gets on an actual bike. Well, yeah, no. Because Neil hates right. him. He thinks it's all wrong. He's been on a bike. and yeah. cycling. Of course he would. He'd be like, oh, oh, I'm yeah, yeah, sending him back. Because it's never gone back. <laughs> and now he's actually Never get back in the box. Maybe you should maybe maybe use it. Use it. Yes, I'll do it now. My New Year's resolution. Ten minutes. Yeah. A day. It does wonders for my mental health. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's really yeah. great. Yeah. And, uh, seriously, seriously, I would openly does. encourage any chef out there to try and do at least exercise. No, I for an hour yeah. every like, three it's days better, a week. It's better than the alternatives that chefs are used to doing. But I will only cycle outside if it's the summer. Oh, no, Fair I like weather, cycling. Yeah. I'm not riding. Oh, yeah, but you're just yeah. not. You'll get in the ice cold sea. You're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. a cold yeah. swimmer. Like oh, Angela. Yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. my God. I'd like to start. Oh. She's not into it, but I Come think Come on, let's do it. it. Let's go. Me and you, Annie. I'm not we'll hold hotels. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, She'll do it because she's all Scottish. Yes, because I'm Yeah, there you go, And she, I was conceived on Hampstead Heath. Oh, tell everybody. So I think I should go swim there. You should definitely. I have told people in interviews it's fine. That's fine. I was going, what? <laughs> I haven't heard this Sorry, before. I talked about it in an interview, Samula. Talked about it in an interview. There's a very nice... Well, I can say there's a very nice pub near there. Oh, <laughs> Is it called oh, the Southampton Arms? No, it's the flask. Oh, oh, is that where you went after I was conceived? No, before. Oh, before. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. That's why. Yeah, This yeah. is delicious. Did you enjoy it? I love it. It's so yummy. These are particularly, particularly. The beans. Oh, yeah, the beans. So that's delicious. called stew peas. That's like a really old school. And then if you what had more vegetables in it, it was a bit looser. And you had in what they call spinners, which are like little dumplings. That you yeah, just like run, and you just yeah, drop yeah. them in. That's Then it's oh, yeah. our red pea soup. Okay. Uh, but in this form, it's stew peas. Which beans? So which black this, beans? This is a black bean one, but you can do it with black eyed peas, red peas, pigeon peas. Mm. You know, pigeon Pigeon peas are like, I think in, in America they call them field peas, or, right. and we also call them gunga peas. So they're I'm... nice, like little nutty brown or green little peas. I, I mean, I just absolutely love her. That kind of concoction yeah. from all over the world. I mean, it's interesting to me. Like, you know, if you look at Italian food, you do things like that with beans mm. and peas, but slightly different spicing, obviously, yeah. or whatever. And then you use cornmeal. Yeah. Like, I call it poor people food. It's like all over the world. Yeah. It's like using the same things, like, you know, a potato. So yeah. some meal of some kind, a bean, you know, the tail of the pig because yeah. you can't afford the rest of the pig. <laughs> well, no one's going to let you have the rest yeah. of the pig. But there's a connection, isn't there? Yeah, like, of course right there throughout is. the world. And I love that I can see that in your food. No, but there's also that braise and slow, I think. And using everything. Like, using I imagine, everything. But, you know, the Caribbean food and stuff, it's a lot of, and reading through your book, it's a lot of not wasting anything. Yes. And not about using the most expensive cuts and making them fancy. It's about, use, like you say, a lot, in a way, a lot of vegetarian stuff yeah, I think people yeah. look at Italian food and think it's all meat but actually there's loads of veg because you know not yeah. everyone's got the money to have meat and the meat, meat yeah. bits are there for the flavour yeah. but not for the substance exactly, of the pot because yeah. you can't you, nobody could afford to you didn't yeah. eat meat every you ate meat like once a week or something mm. if, if you were really really lucky so in Italy and Spain there's still a tradition for offal as well you mm. big time try yeah. up and it's not it's not such a weird thing. In the UK, yeah. we've kind of lost that way. Mm. Connection. I remember when I first started cooking at St. John and I told my Irish uncle, and he's like, I spent my life in it. I don't want to ever have to eat that <laughs> yeah. stuff again. Yeah. I want chops. Yeah. I want fillet, <laughs> it was a nice fillet of beef. I want mm. all of that because mm. I 
spent my life eating it. Well, you go down to Sicily and everyone thinks street food and they're thinking, oh, a lovely little panini with a bit of prosciutto. And it's intestines, (laughs) you know, it's fried tongue and all that sort of thing. But I think, like... That's normal. Yeah, it's normal. It's not a big thing. And it's very that region and that's what they do. Yeah, of course they wouldn't waste anything. Yeah, that's what it's about, I think. But it's not the same in the UK. No, we just look... Yeah, yeah, because after the war, we all suddenly became, that's what we want is all that sort of... Aspirational. Yeah, and actually we... I think we lost our food culture there. I think we've got it back now. Yeah, wasn't St. John kind of that beginning of that moment of sort of celebrating British food again? Because, I mean, I'm just so into that kind of menu. Yeah. Well, it's interwoven into sort of French provincial cooking as well. Mm. Like just an artichoke with some vinaigrette. Yeah. Like you really know, clear, just, simple you pick yeah. It up things. And you yeah. Pop it in, and you mm, boom, yeah. and it's, it's like as you say, ceremony. It's, mm. There's there's ceremony and there's uh, the, I, the simple I, the simple yeah. things. Yeah, but I do very... I do think what's interesting to me is that what what the, what the way I would like our industry to open up is that there's this vocabulary of absolutism. Like, this is the way you do it, and that's it. It's like, no, this is the way you do it there. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you go to Asia, they do it differently. It's not less than, mm. it's something else. Yeah. So it's like the idea of excellence, and the idea of pursuit of excellence, mm. and ex- exploration of excellence, mm. kind of goes through one lens, and that's mm. it. And then there's like, what about the rest the, of the world? The, what's that, the French? Uh, yeah, sort of old dead, dead French blokes, you know, yeah. <laughs> lens. <laughs> Old dead French book lens. There's one way, the only way. Yeah. You know, that's one way to be brilliant. Yeah. But you know, if you go to like, you know, I go to Antigua and I sit with somebody, somebody's grandma, and they make me some amazing thing. Like, oh my yeah. god, I've never even, I'd never even heard of Vinidalish until yeah. a couple of years ago. My mum was going, I really want Vinidalish. I was like, what the hell is Vinidalish? And I looked into it. And, it, you know, it was absolutely fascinating because yeah. it's Portuguese. Yeah, of course. So it's the same as Vindaloo, Vinyadalus, Vinidalus. Okay. It's the same dish in different wow. parts of the world. Okay. And it travels because of all, for all sorts of reasons, some of them good, some of them hellish. Yeah, But what happens in the end is you end up with this amalgamation of things. And it fascinates me. And I think it's completely brilliant. And it seems crazy to me that we only look at food through one window when there's a massive house with hundreds of windows to look Mm. at it through. Well, that's another thing that we try and do at the restaurant is I like the fact that we're uncategorizable. You can't... Oh, we're not Italian, we're not English, we're not I was going to say, how did you even start with that menu? Like, it's beautiful, but I did... What part of... It takes a lot out of you, actually. But it's, Mm. it's also... It's food I want to eat. At the time. Well, I loved your food. Oh, what did I say to you about your chicken? Dish? Yes. Do you remember? Uh, did you say it's the best chicken a white boy had ever cooked? Best you? white boy <laughs> chicken. Best white boy chicken I've ever had. Best white boy chicken. I took credit for that. That was some good chicken. That was. I'm very picky about You've got to try it if you've got time before. They get back on the deep fried apple pie. We're doing deep fried mince pies. Mince pies. Deep fried mince pies are to die for. Oh my I can't even imagine. I've got a little fryer at home. I can come round and do you a couple of things. I've got fryer here. You don't even need to bring the fryer. Just come round, you know the door now. And that's what I love about you as well, Andrew. It's just about Mm. making delicious things that make Mm. you happy, which then it means that other people are happy, right? And I think that's the best starting and ending point. And I actually bought mince pies. I haven't made Yes, they're not deep fried. They're not nice. And no one else has ever had a pudding. No. Oh, what have we got pudding? Yeah, We've got mince pies and I've got really posh creme fraiche. And we got the mince pies from the posh place in Marylebone High Street. They're from rich people shopping on yeah. Marylebone High Street. Oh, yeah. I was there yesterday. I was like, shall I get yeah, the mince yeah. pies? Yes. Yeah, I was Happy really Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas.
Yes. Cheers. Yes. Yay. Merry Christmas, one and all. Mince pies and everything. Lovely. Thank you. God Thanks bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone. Feeling Christmassy now. <laughs> Feeling Christmassy now. It felt like a proper first Christmas gathering. You know, it really did. You know, I, whenever I see Angela, there's something about Angela that always feels a bit celebratory. Yeah. She fascinates me, you know, because I love how she's she's like the lo most low-key business mogul in the world. That's why I was trying to, yeah. that's why I really wanted to talk to her about like how she sees herself today. Yeah. It's quite hard to ask her that question. Because she doesn't see herself through that kind of lens. I mean, you said to her, how many restaurants have you got? And she said, four. It's like, that's a lot of restaurants to have. And also a lot of restaurants to be so successful yes. and to do so well. And also at this level. And there are not many women in our industry at that level. And, and Angela, literally every single person in our industry loves Angela. Because yeah. she's just got the biggest heart. And the reason she's so successful is because of that heart and soul. But that's what I'm learning more and more. The more people that come around this table, I think the true success of one's life is one's character. Yes. And Angela just puts all of who she is yeah. in everything she does. And you feel it in her restaurants. You feel it in her, oh, her lovely face. I just like her I face know. a lot. And she makes me feel really safe, which yeah. is why I think I love eating her food. You know what? You were like, are you nervous to give them food? And I, and I was, I didn't think I was. And then when I put it down, I thought, I am a little bit nervous, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I am a little bit nervous. But I also felt quite proud to share really old Antiguan heritage food recipes with them because I knew it was food that they wouldn't have had before and it just felt like a really beautiful thing to share with these people that I mean I love Angela I don't know Lee and Kate very no, well I've only met them a couple of times I adore them they are fantastic very interesting like talking to Angela about Michelin talking to Lee about how they put together teams for their restaurant talking to Kate about that role that she has I just felt like it was a real insight and lovely for me to talk to other people in the industry about all of these different aspects that are hugely important really? in quite a gentle way because actually people are so competitive and it can be such a kind of blokey macho and he's so far from that and you know obviously Angela and Kate are not like that at all so it was quite a lovely reminder at what makes me do the things that I do and what makes the food industry something that I love. I love sharing food with people and being here with them really reminded me about why I do the things that I do. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.